There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Play ball. Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Cheap Seats, your favorite podcast for Frank unapologetic and shamelessly opinionated Washington Nationals news outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. My name is Thad Helsley, and I am joined by my co-host and future director of all MLB Shark programs, Cassia. Hello. (laughs) The other thing that came out of this three-game series that everybody, you know, and and like you say, um, the media has got to come up with a story and they wring their hand. They got to come up the with something to ring their hands over. Nothing. I have a lot of sympathy for the sports media. You do not. You've been mocking them through this entire podcast series. No, I, I You're always like, sports, media. sports news, wah. Well, I do. Yeah, of course. News, journalism well huh? i feel that way in general because i used to work in media but yeah but I you mean, le- worked in legitimate media well i don't know about that oh come on pbs the new well, show no, 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 no. i don't literally i don't know about that but i do i do have that my what i say stands of course i'll make fun of them that is a sign of my affection okay okay all right so it's it's a uh, it's a form of flattery is what you're saying? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I'm not flattering them because I have affection for them. It's tinged with pity. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just dive into this because so apparently the Mets found a way. We were up in their field, City Field in uh, uh, Flushing, Queens, uh, for that three-game series, and they found a way to in August baseball. You know, in August baseball. Um, you know, people aren't out on the beach and everything else. It's really difficult to get people into a game. Um, but they sold at that stadium all three days. And apparently they were crazy. Like even people, Washington people that were up there who were in the press box were saying, oh my God, from the very first inning, these people were screaming and yelling. Compare and contrast to a typical Nats game Anytime, which is like not 44,000 people, more like 20,000 people. And, and, you know, other than this baby shark thing, they're really not. I mean, we've been to a few games. They're not the most crazy people on the planet. They obviously the Atlanta Braves with their tomahawk crap and, and everything else are much more crazy. Versus DC. I mean, DC is basically a city at least 50% populated by zombies. I mean, at least, <laughs> well, that's, at least. That's, that's a low estimate. There we go. That's what they're saying. This and, is all, and these the are DC, all like accountants and lawyers. And the kinds of people. There government is, workers and they're. Yeah, it's yeah. all bureaucrats, fucking William Mary graduates, people that work in the fucking media. And. And a Mets fan. There is life. Wait, there is. It's not like a Yankees fan. Yankees fans are the guys who live in the 
the um, you know Upper West Side more working in penthouses. Class. Yes, yes, they are Italian. Oh I my think God, of Italian. They're everything. They're everything. You know anything yeah. that's in Queens. So they come out and they are they are rowdy. They are ready to rumble, man. Yeah, it's just a totally different crowd. And I mean, the DC crowd compared to probably any crowd in the country is pretty lame. Well, that's that's the complaint. So uh, that, I don't feel that. I way. Just that's not true of all DC, but you. baseball, baseball DC, because not, it's it's like not hockey DC. Not, no, no, no. Not versus DC. like I don't know if you went to like one of these like hardcore shows in the '90s, or if you went to some kind of club where there might be actual black people that aren't selling beer or or working security. I mean, it's a very white crowd. I'm not okay. I'm at not the baseball sure what games. You're oh, at the baseball games, you say yeah, this. Yeah, it's people from the suburbs, <clears throat> and well, that probably is the majority. But the team itself is one of the most diverse. I mean, all baseballs. We're not talking about diverse. the teams. We're talking about the audience. The audience. Okay, you're saying <laughs> it's, it's mostly Caucasian diverse. people. Oh fuck yeah! Even though the district itself but is like seventy percent. Um, probably more upper class crowd than is happening in the Mets even though it's New York City but it's Queens well I know you say but it's Queens but and a 400 square foot as as so many people told me a 400 square foot apartment can cost 3,000 a month so you still have to afford that somehow you can't do that working at McDonald's but people do work in McDonald's there is McDonald's in yeah Queens. yeah and there's probably like 20 people living in a one bedroom or something but I don't know how they do it but rent control they've been there forever okay families anyways we don't need to talk about the housing crisis but here okay I did we're want- gonna stay away from <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's everything is false Epstein was killed in his prison cell by I don't know Sean Doolittle. Epstein, yeah, I would actually probably because he was on the list. Um, I one of the very the Lerner rare times, family is implicated oh, probably I'm in the Epstein files. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. I didn't even know they had sex. I thought it was just test tube babies, but um, only when they pay for it. <laughs> In um, our our, I hope no our friend and hero Steven Strasberg and I have been searching and our searching. Yeah, well, your personal friend, um, very close oh, friend of the family, dear friend. You he comes always, over all the time. All, every Hanukkah, you guys are together. He um, loves potato latkes. He does with applesauce Absolutely. and sour cream. And he does what was the little spinning thing? I think he really likes that. The dreidel. Dreidel, yeah. Yeah, he actually crafts his own and hand paints them. He's very good at that, yeah. So he, in a very, you know, he very rarely says anything to the media. But, um, I mean, now he'll do the obligatory, okay, yeah, I lost. He's a regular J.D. (laughs) Salon. No, he is. Exactly, yes. But he came out. After, during in the midst of this Mets which is thing, a good call by the way because he's not to be jd sounder for to be him a hermit. because he's mostly just like yeah 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 man yeah i did i threw the ball he's shy and introverted yeah so he is what it is he's worse than that i mean there are he's plenty worse. of shy people that still have like something approaching a personality Oh be, yeah, I mean, uh, you can be Anthony Rendon seems charming. like Monty Hall compared he to Stephen Strasburg. He seems nice. Strasburg. Like, 
yeah, we don't have to talk to Anthony Rendon to be like, he seems like a cool dude. He's chilled out. He's enjoying life. Strasburg, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> you want to? No, but when we've he comes had out, a lot of very tense so, Hanukkah dinners. <laughs> it's so rare when he comes out. I mean, everybody has to like, well, let's listen to what the guy has to say. So, and it's it's weird because he makes this statement that, isn't e- much. that everybody reports on, where he says he's clearly softly criticizing the Nance fans. He's saying. He's basically saying that the enthusiasm his of the Mets crowd, yes, this is his purely supposition, is what um, allowed them to win because you know he was humiliated. Oh he, my god! He had a almost perfect uh, start in that first game that Doolittle blew. You know, so Doolittle blew his like was going to be his fifteenth win for the season, which would have been a record breaker, a franchise record breaker, and. You know, so he was a little pissed about that. So he said that. And then a lot of people, and it's here, here's what's funny. Because and then I heard, I didn't hear the actual quote, but a lot of people reported on it. They said they actually reported what he actually said. Now, days later, I've tried to go back and find what he actually what? said. And it has been totally scrubbed. Look, there is no reference whatsoever to that quote. It's because he was connected to the Epstein murder. <laughs> It all comes yeah. back. And it was in New York, people. I see. That's where it all happened. You think he was, in, he was doing the Epstein The stuff, mafia right? was in the stands, as they are anyways. Oh, they already own the Delta Exactly. Club. They probably freaking own everything. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in New York. Especially in Queens. My God. Shit. Oh, my God. It's just like it's the Corleone family all yeah. over again. It's like, <laughs> Mike, you don't talk to a man like Mo Green like that. Well, well, that is a bunch of bullshit <laughs> that the the okay. Mets fans lost the game for the Nationals. Everybody has to play to tough crowds. That's fucking part of the job. <clears throat> that is true. You play home games and you play away games. But what they're and it's saying harder is that to win the they away came ones. down here to that the Reds and they only bullshit. had 20,000 people and not 44. Now, uh, granted, not a weekend. Not a weekend. Also in the middle of August, whenever it's at the beach. Who fucking Shut your Mouth. Okay. Well, you these panty waste. Like that. Say that players to your. Are saying, well, we can't. You only give us twenty thousand dollars. We can't really play up to our potential if we don't have forty thousand people in the stands. Shot is so ridiculous. That is just. So, it's like we're already making thirty-seven million dollars, but we also need you to like come kiss our asses on top of it. That's right. We need you we to need come you and to pay drive $12 to New for York. a beer. No, no, no. We need you to come to Queens and root us on because the Mets fans were being mean to us by supporting their team. Well, the thing, you know, about New York, I think, so Len, you know, our guest correspondent, he can get on his motorcycle, go over the bridge, and he can be at the field in 10 minutes. You know, uh, you can really move around in New York. Here... Me and you have to plan. It's a day trip. It's hours to get there, hours to get back. Everything is inconvenient. It's a gigantic investment of time. I don't know. On New a York lark, is pretty you can go to. Too. If you live in Queens or if you live right over the bridge in Manhattan, you can be there in minutes. So part of the reason they pack the stands as what later came out is like all the remnant stuff that hadn't been sold, they were basically selling those tickets for seven bucks. Seven bucks fucking bucks it didn't matter what it was 
they were just giving it away. Now, of course, they were going to be buying beer and food and stuff like that. But they packed the, they they deliberately packed those stands. You know, the learners don't do strategies like that. They don't do they don't have a remnant ticket strategy. You know, they everything costs what it costs based on its right. You right, know, right. it's it's the you know view from the from the park and stuff like that. They don't have last minute sales like that. They would maybe pack a stadium if they were giving tickets away for seven bucks. And letting people bring in their own beer, maybe. Do they do that there? No, I don't think they let them bring in their own beer. But our beers are more expensive than they are in fucking Queens. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm a little angry about that. Maybe we should just become Mets fans. <laughs> That's how this podcast <laughs> well, ends. I'm going to have to send morph. that quote to Len. We just but, morph into uh, Mets fans. This becomes a Mets Maybe we should, yes, the, the earth should open up and swallow up. We Mets love Stadium. you, Noah. Noah Syndergaard, a.k.a. Thor, with his flowing blonde hair. So here's the up-to-the-minute update on Max Scherzer's condition. I just know I gotta continue continue on the program. This, I'm not I'm not out of the woods. I got you know I'm, for me I'm, I gotta still take care of this. Gotta do all the treatment. Gotta do all the strengthening uh, and really um, you know focus on that so I can build up the intensity in 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 the, in the game. Uh, so this is an endurance injury on my back. So they gotta treat it as such. I think we have a dirty Max situation. <laughs> You think? Yes. He's okay, like, well, did, my okay, back gonna, hurts. <laughs> okay, that's not what he's saying. Here's $100 million. He's totally the opposite. So we, I should Well, that's what you. he wants us to think. You know, what Rizzo and Davey are saying is like, okay, we know Max. He's such, he's such a competitor. He's such an alpha. Oh, God. He's going to be like, I'm going to play. I'm going to play. It's not up to him. We're yeah, going to say what is. he's And Max bulldog. is saying, so he's like, I don't care what they say. I'm starting. I'm starting. Yeah, sure. We'll see. What the but it's just funny. It's just because he. it's sort of like that. You missed that episode when he and Davey got in the fight on the mound where Davey tried to take him out and he said no fucking way and everybody read his lips and stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. He's well, like, no, Davey no, needs I'm running to this deal, up. not you guys. He needs to become a manager. <laughs> like, because Max never was this dominant with past managers only because Davey With, is such a submissive and he's clearly just like that's probably to true a bed I don't think he would every do, night I think Dusty would have just laid him out if he came no he would like have that. never come for Dusty like that no. Davey is such a little pussy <laughs> I mean I'm sorry <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that just cut well, that out to, I'm not cutting that out I, yeah I don't care that's Whatever. my best quote I'm just saying so, like, he, he's just so he's so wimpy he's just such he's such a well i mean housewife we, we always said that he's he was the, mr rogers or he should run a nursery school in his retirement he's a very nurturing individual he's basically doesn't Reed. seem like he should be doing competitive he should be baseball making a pineapple upside down cake or something <laughs> exactly making I, one of those disgusting like he, 50s dinners with like he and rachel ray are gonna have it. a cooking show exactly. after he retires he should totally have a so, cooking show 
baseball fair 30 he minute should like meals. yeah he should be interviewing party meals and hathaway about her new movie or something <laughs> that's what he should be doing he should not be doing this i think he needs like a career counselor okay he needs yeah. to find another job another thing yeah. about max that i wanted to point out yeah this poor man like Obviously, one a day will come when he can no longer pitch. You know, he's he's gonna, not going to be able to be a major league pitcher till the day he dies, unless he fucking kills himself. Like he probably will kill himself. He'll, he's going to try. This is what I'm saying. He is he's like, what? It, what else is he going to do with his life when this is over? Because other people, like Anthony Rendon, he's going to like get a fucking pontoon and like go fishing or something. He's going to like get into like some other hobby and like live his life and be happy ryan zimmerman is gonna like do his charity work and like you know go to like country music concerts um you know all these guys are gonna be okay like all these other people are gonna be fine strasburg will just be a bitch his whole life but that's okay um do little will just like watch his like star wars special features And that's fine. They can like have a good life. No, he'll be running the with that Star Davey, Wars celebration. Davey's gonna open yeah. up a tanning salon, and yep. they'll probably like go bankrupt because he can't even do that. Tanning salon. He can't even manage a tanning slash salon. Nursery school in Palm Beach. Um, but Max truly have no idea what Max will do when this is all over. For well, him. first I think his first day he will probably run the entire Appalachian Trail. Um, sprint it and try to get the best time on that, and then after Probably. he gets out, he'll he'll call. Then he'll do the Pacific Crest. Trail. Oh, maybe that, yeah. But then he'll call the federal government and insist that he he'll be the, commodore of the of the Navy SEALs. Probably, and, and then then they're, they're like, them. "You have no experience. We would never hire you." And be like, "Yes, I fucking do. You're yeah. gonna fucking make me the fucking commander in chief." It's like, like I am gonna tear your head off and fuck down your neck. And be like, who do you think we are, Davy Martinez? <laughs> yes, I could push all you assholes around. Yeah, I, I genuinely don't know how he's gonna manage the rest of his life. I don't know because he is like foaming at the mouth. He did foam at the mouth that day with Davy, and he he foamed at the mouth um, in the playoffs that one time when he like pitched for a couple innings. Remember when they like brought him in for a short period of time? The one where they blew the disaster the five game. With yeah, 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 yeah. Game yeah, five, yeah. <laughs> game five. <with> <laughs> Fucking blew it. Look, your little this is the hero, most biggest disaster. Wolfman Jason also played a role in that. A lot of people yeah. played a role yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm Max impressed. Bulldog Max foaming at the mouth. So Joe Ross. 26-year-old Joe Ross, who seems like an extremely athletic individual for a pitcher who are usually either very skinny or very fat. So, But he seems like he could play football or basketball or something like that. He's very tall, very athletic looking. We, When we were last there, he was pitching the game in, what was it, Atlanta? And he humiliated himself. It was just like he was doing girl softball. It was just like just throwing him. Just throwing them home runs. And it was like, let's let's get him out of there. Give him up for dead. But he has come back, and he has thrown um, shutouts in his innings three games in a row. Three games in a row. It was just so amazing. So 
Um, I mean, he was responsible for one of those Mets wins. He was responsible for a win. We swept the Giants before one the of Mets those thing. Mets wins. I mean, the only one. The only one. Sorry, <laughs> the only one. But but one of the one of the Giants wins. But anyways, and one of the Cincy wins. So everybody's like, okay, Joe, what happened, man? Where the magic beans? You where taking, did you go, Joe? Did, oh yeah, where'd you go, man? And now everybody's saying, remember how we mocked. Uh, Paul Menhart when he first came in when they fired the other pitching coach and this other guy from the minor leagues came in and we did yes. like half an episode just beating the crap out of him we were oh, like man. he brought the orange I slices forgot to the about all out. the people we've taken oh now. my god I have a lot of enemies but somehow this guy everybody is attributing him to being responsible for reviving this dugout he took um uh, Joe, who had been re- recovering from Tony John surgery, just like Trevor Rosenthal. Remember your whole thing about 10% Trevor, 20% Trevor? Okay, he was going to be 20% Trevor. And Paul took him into the tape room. They pulled up all his old video when he was good before the surgery. And they analyzed frame by frame exactly where his feet were and all the mechanics. And then that was the difference between one game and another where he was going where he was like you know zero nine and then all of a sudden he was pitching shutouts that just some mechanical uh, adjustments that went back to his older days nothing so, is more exciting you, so, than so, analyzing tape no 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 frame. but but should we uh, here's my question to you should we be um begging forgiveness of this guy <laughs> who had spent 15 years in the minor leagues although the irony was, yes, he was 15 years in the minor leagues, but he knew all these guys. Who they are you all talking? Go- you're talking about Paul or you're talking about Joe Ross? No, I'm talking about Paul. He had been, so remember, he was pitching coach coordinator. Paul for what Joe Ross? I'm not. Other people are. I'm acknowledging. You keep talking about other fucking people. This is a classic media trick. Okay, I'm not. We're not actually technically People have in the media. said that you're a pedophile. What do you have to say to them <laughs> about that? Okay, I'm, we're just listening to reports. But when you hear, as you know, when you hear five or six different sources report the same thing. There aren't five or six different sources reporting on the fucking pitching coach of the Nationals. No, there are. No, there are not. Yes, there are. There aren't. There's the Washington Post. There's NBC Sports Washington. There's uh, people they're within not, the organization itself, including Joe Ross, Mike Rizzo, Davey Martinez. There's also the... Those uh, don't count as three separate. There's also Masson. Masson is okay, fucking state keep, media. Like, I That's can list a thousand bullshit. things and you're saying they don't count. They well, don't yeah, count, Masson, they don't count. obviously, we know, we've talked before... Masson is North Korea. Masson is not real. Masson <laughs> is like, we salute the Fuhrer. We, Masson is not real. You haven't actually addressed the what point is the, of what the I point? said. The point is that Joe Ross won three games, so now we have to apologize to Paul and his family. No, that Paul has made a contribution. I don't, I'm sure he's made a contribution. I mean, hopefully he's been paid. I don't, I don't know that that's true. I can't, I have zero evidence of that. Because Joe Ross said, hey, man, I love Paul. My love to Paul. I mean, if sure, I mean, hopefully he is doing well. But facts and evidence where you go from having a, a you know, a, a four months where you were shit and then all of a sudden you're, sh- you're pitching shutouts. I and mean, that is facts and evidence. Three games. Yeah, three. Yeah, okay. 
Let's compare that to fucking Doolittle, who does like a ton, and you're trying to throw him out the fucking door. So what? Where's Paul when it comes to Doolittle? Good point. Where's your conversation? Where's the conversation there? Where's well, the take? I don't know. Where's and, the frame and, by and, frame? And maybe genius? Sean is doesn't I, want any. I mean, maybe he's the kind of guy that just doesn't want you know the advice from some old fat guy. But well, the um, whole point of like having. A hierarchy is that it doesn't matter if you're the guy that wants it or not you know like that's why you have fucking managers and these people in the first place there's supposed to be a little bit of order, order. i don't think that's order. happening right now in the davy martinez team mm. which is basically just like if you're a star you can do whatever you want and everyone else is just floating around. Well, we'll cluelessly. see. We'll see if Scherzer gets to pitch. I, I'm surprised he didn't, you know, who knows. That I thought he was going to run out in the field and, like, throw the guy off the mound and just take over. But, uh, you know, even though they were winning 11 They're going to find him in Jeffrey Epstein's cell, <laughs> probably. Scherz? Yeah. I don't think Scherz has a libido. I think he only pitches. But um, I'm just talking about this whole situation. He's going to go mad. He's going to go crazy if he can't play soon. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Bernice, for your massive contributions to this podcast. And I can't wait to have everybody join us again very, very soon to From the Cheap Seats. Take me.